on this episode of the AIE podcast. Can you volunteer for character duty? 17 raid locks and the time is short. Ready for raid roulette? Celebrate Lord of the Rings Online 11th anniversary in style. And Duras and Dan Kinney are here to talk to us about falling off the edge. Uh, no, sorry, we mean AIE and ESL. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 296 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa Est gaming community. The Die has been podcast. I'm Makala. To my virtual left is Mewcow. Greetings, gamers. Wakanda forever. <laughs> And to my downstairs and to the right is Tetsemi. Oh, no new spreadsheets this week. Ooh, really? Are you okay, dear? Mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> you need spreadsheets to figure out when your next spreadsheet is? No, I uh, let uh, Kavanaugh come up with the latest spreadsheet for the Star Wars Conquest week, but we'll get into that. Nice. All right. And this week we're here. We are joined by our very special guests, Duras and Dan Kenia. Dan Kenny, I'm just going to take this to Kenny now because I get the Dan just throwing me off. And they are here to talk to us about AIE and ESO. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. I don't um, so have much phrase. That's okay. That's okay. You'll need to come up with one like when, you, when you have like a regular rotation. Then we'll need you to have come up with one. Um, so we're going to be digging into ESO shortly. Um, oh, actually, no. I skipped ahead. <laughs> So let's go ahead and chat about what's been going out in and out of game. Uh, Ted, what have you been doing? I have been playing a bit of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. We've kind of got this new conquest thing that they introduced in 5.8 that changes and stuff. Kind of on lockdown a little bit. And of course, they're going to change it in two weeks in 5.9 or or update it. But uh, I got two characters for the first time on the imp side to conquest goals, which was fun. Uh, we had a great mandatory fun night on Tuesday night and uh, got to do Eyeless and some of the Rat Ghoul tunnel stuff. So that was fun. Um, so I'm having fun in Star Wars. Uh, they added the opening scenario. I won't spoil it. Uh, or one of the opening scenarios into the alpha for World of Warcraft. Uh, basically battled for Lodoron and that's fun. That's, that's fun. I'm running that on the Alliance side. So interesting to see that viewpoint of it. And I have my Nightborn mage up to 95 and I just got out of Pandaria at 94 and went to, uh, warlords Draenor and, um, Got her to 95, setting up the garrison, and I'm going to skip right from completing the garrison to over uh, Frostfire and Gorgron to go right to Talador and start uh, adventuring in there. So um, having fun with the allied race and, and that sort of stuff. So It's very That's telling that you've gone four levels um, to staying in Pandaria instead of going over well, Draenor. Well, it was interesting because I did so Jade Forest and Valley of the Four Winds. 
I was 87 by the time I got done with that. Went into Castering Wild, hit 90, and then went up to Taolong Steps. No. What's the, yeah. No, what's the, the Grummel area? Uh, Kunlai Summit? Kunlai Summit. Kunlai yeah, Summit. it did all of Kunlai. And the XP was still fairly good, uh, like I mentioned in the in the WoW section. So finished up um, finished up Kunlai Summit, and then got into uh, where all the Mantid are that area, and went okay. Now the XP is probably not good enough, and went over and did the portal, you know, opening intro, set up the garrison, and I'm doing that part right now at 95. So that's, yeah, that's, so you can stay enough. there. Yeah, so you don't have to go right at 90. You can kind of shorten the expansion for Warlords. Right. And go, I'm only going to be here for five levels. See ya. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then other than that, just I, I do have two other characters in Warlords, but they're both my tailors, and they're just sitting there making 30-slot bags for all my characters that Got don't it. have 30-slot bags. So Awesome. That's what, so, Mia, what, have you, cool. uh, what have you been doing in and out of game, you? Uh, a little bit of similar stuff. I, uh, for whatever reason, I got drawn to my hunter because I haven't leveled it to 110 yet, and mm-hmm. just kind of hopped on there and played with that for a while, and and trying to get the an, a feeling for the the hunter quest uh, going in. And uh, uh, wow, wise, I uh, joined uh, yet another raid group uh, nice. at a different time. Just you know, apparently can't get enough, but. Uh, you know, um, so uh, horseshoes and hand grenades is is the one that I've been kind of s- seeing if they like me or not. Uh, Good so we'll people there, I know them. Yeah, yeah, I know a few of them too. Um, but uh, yeah, they they brought me in to to tank for heroic, and it's and we didn't you know wipe in crazy amounts that I remember. So seemed to go away. Um, and then other than that, uh, spending a bit of time in Witcher Three, um, trying to. Uh, barrel through the story in that uh, because someone's waiting to talk to me about it I, um, I'm, I'm aware that was her nap that was the nap time game for a while yes yes but lots of story that's the kind of the one of the the dangerous things about witcher is there's a lot of side quests to it yeah you know it's it's very easy to be you know you, if you try to barrel down just the main story like you'll hit sort of a level wall mm-hmm. and then you have all this stuff like all these question marks all, all over the the map and all these uh notice boards saying hey come see me hey come see me and it's it's not just filler it's actual interesting stories cool. you know uh, talking to a sorceress um doing some crazy stuff with her and you know it's it's you know lots of interesting stuff and then other than that um also I went back and started playing assassin's creed one um because i kind of I, I never really dove fully into the Assassin's Creed and I happen to have all of them. So it's like, you know, why haven't I played this to get a feel for this? Because there are interesting uh, information that uh, Assassin's Creed and and, um, Far Cry might be in the same world. So I kind of want to uncover that. So, yeah. And Duras, what have you been up to in an out-of-game? Is there an out-of-game? There is. (laughs) It's real life. So what are we doing in-game? This real life thing that we all have. Yeah, I've uh, not been playing as much as I'd like. Uh, work, kids, life has kept me uh, pretty busy. But uh, I did find this weird new game that new, right? That I've been kind of playing a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And that might be why we have you here. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> 
And Kenny, what have you been up to? I mean, besides some really epic streaming content. <laughs> uh, still do New Braid every Saturday night and wow. Um, that's always a lot of fun. We had an epic end to our adventure yesterday. Um, also playing a ton of ESO. Uh, D&D twice a week. Once Ooh. with real life people. And then once online. Um, They're real life people online. It's just you're not in the same room with them. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I meant. You know, once in person and once through uh, Fantasy Grounds. So that's a lot of fun too. Um, so that's that's most of it. Just ESO, WoW, and D&D for the most oh. part. You turned my phone off. Jeez. <laughs> that awesome. actually might have been my phone. <laughs> oh, maybe. Not I don't disturb. know. There we go. Yeah. We're disturbed enough as it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So we'll be digging into ESO shortly, but do you guys want to cover this week's news? Sure. Why not? AIE News. All right. Um, in community news, save the date. 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. server time on April 28th. We're celebrating Volunteer Guard Day, and we'll be gathering in Orgamar. To step in the step in the shoes of the guards and salute and slash salute, and you'll get to serve and protect the city just like them. Stay vigilant and watch out for any invaders. Pay attention to the AIE Discord um, hashtag Wow and general and hashtag General Chats, as well as the guild site for event times. There's reported to be a pet giveaway and other stuff as well. Also, have you ever wanted to give someone WoW game time, a little money for some Hearthstone cards, or just enough for them to buy Deckard Kane and Heroes of the Storm, but are just too busy to leave your house and hit the nearest shop for Blizzard time, time cards? Well, then Blizzard has some great news for you. You can gift Blizzard balance directly to someone who has a Battle.net account uh, without leaving the house and having to deal with p- people, which, come on, let's face it, we're nerds. We don't always want to deal with real-life people. Exactly. Uh, there's a great article over on the uh, Blizzard website, which of course is blizzard.com. Indeed. And in Nomad's news, uh, seems like this uh, new game I've never heard of before called God of War. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's out. Uh, you know, I don't know much about it, um, but uh, it seems to be stealing a lot of people's time and energy. I fancy that. Um, AIE has a PS4 community, so if you're interested in joining, uh, just search for AIE and ask for an invite. Several of us are in there and can get you in. Awesome. Yep. And back in WoW news. <laughs> sorry. You there have are to seven- ask for that. I know. There are 17 raid lockouts till Battle for Azeroth. Time to cross off all those bucket list items, get your allied races leveled, plan for your orc's new posture thanks to the chiropractor, I mean barbershop, and drool over the sweet new hairstyles with exclusive glowy bits coming to the Alliance side allied races. (laughs) But hey, we got the best antlers in the house. Woo! Battle for Lordaeron is testable on the alpha server. No voiceovers or major spoiler cutscenes available yet. And shows what happens after the intro cinematic, showing the two armies starting the battle. No word yet on Malfurion's fumble fingers that started the fire in Teldrassil, but we'll let you know when it's available. <laughs> and if you are leveling an allied race and don't want to love, leave Pandaria at 90, good news. The XP from quest gathering and mob kill stays decent up to level 94, so no need to rush to alternate timeline Draenor. Hang on, Pandaria. Do the intro quest to Warlord, start your garrison, and you can head right over to Talador without having to need deal with Frostfire or Gorgrond. 
And if you haven't run with New Braid, <laughs> you haven't gotten to enjoy events like this. Shout out to Gajora, the magnificent beep that brilliantly executed the mass res cliff jump, taking the majority of the raid team to their death after the wipe. That was epic yeah. and hilarious, and it was all <laughs> captured on stream. It was. Yes, and it was just, you just see in the background this torrent heading over the edge, and you're like, oh, g- <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right. It, it looked like a torrent from the profile. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. And I know you, Kenny, I can just see the look on your face. <laughs> just the shock at resing is falling off a cliff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. It totally oh. was. Yeah. Um, and in Sotor news, check out the great article that the Sotor team has put together on the AIE Guild hunt for um, Isaacs, which is aieguild.org. Um, just look for hunt for Isaacs. Um, we have almost 100% of the active raid teams with a kill on the final boss uh, for GFTM, which is Gods of the Machine. And, and in two weeks, in theory, patch 5.9 will drop even more conquest adjustments, as well as new content. Mandatory Fun Night, where of course the fun is mandatory, the attendance is not, is on the Imperial side, and they'll be tackling emergency operations. Any operation from Eternity Vault to Dread Palace is a conquest goal, so make sure to attend and help yourself and the guild get their conquest um, goals. And that is Tuesday night, what time, server time? Uh, it is 9 p.m. Central, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And in Sotor Escape Podcast 283, for whom the Belsavis tolls, um, in, this, in this week's episode, AIE Sima, Max Gray, and Astromech 238 play through the Sorcerer class storyline between Hoth and Belsavis. Uh, they'll talk about the they talk about the 5.9 class update notes and cover other news, including what's going on in Alia Octa Est. And just in a, yes, just a quick note: it's eight p.m. Central, nine p.m. Eastern. Sorry. Thank you. Well, time zones are hard, just because we're we in Arizona that. and we don't change. So exactly. Except for the fact that for us, the podcast recording time changes. Right. Um, and if you game with people online, it also changes. Anyway, uh, so to our escape podcast too. Two thirty nine. Save us. Go uh, save us. In this episode, uh, AIE Sima, Max Gray, and Astromech two thirty nine continue to play through the Sorcerer storyline uh, while they talk about conquests and say congrats to Eric Musco. Alrighty, and in Final Fantasy fourteen news, there are new things coming to patch four point three. There are of course going to be more of the main story quest. Uh, there is going to be 24-man return to Ivalos raids, uh, new trials, four lords, which are other trials, ultimate weapons, refrain, new beast tribes, more Hildebrand, of course, Heaven on High, which is kind of the new Palace of the Dead, and updates to Eureka that, you know, if you're into, and the mysterious additional updates that they never really quite tell us and just kind of happen. And there might also be a new dungeon, and of course... We don't have the exact date, but they think it's going to be late May. So look forward to that, as they say. Awesome. Um, one of the additional update, uh, the Raid Roulette, uh, eight-player uh, group finder. Um, there is a teaser site for the 4.3 stuff. Um, so they're talking a bit more about that. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's mostly it's all from the producer, news from the producer. They, 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 they're pretty 
vocal um, updating some things. And I know there was one, I think, a week ago that had some of this in there. Um, but uh, for those that aren't aware, um, we are on Goblin. Um, it is still a preferred server. Uh, so anyone that's new, any new tunes, anything below level 60, you get a crazy experience boost. It's three times the experience. So you can literally just do the main story quest and get and be leveled. Because normally, without the boost, you have to do the main story quest and all the side quests around it and then go to the next area, main story quest, all side quests around it. It's kind of a, a little a little chase game, but not, any, not, on, a, not, not on Goblin if you join us. Um, uh, there are, uh, you know, of course, you still need to up- unlock your classes and your jobs and all that fun stuff. But, you know, it's it's a lot easier now if, uh, on Goblin. So it's definitely recommended if you want to catch up to us. It's really easy. You can level through the main story quest or you can just buy it and buy the bypass. It's really easy to get to what, what, what's going on. Yeah, but why would you bypass story? That's the no, whole point of playing the no, game, right? definitely don't. Definitely don't. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of lack of story, in EVE news, after refusing to bend to the absent Russian overlords, AIEU moved to the Chinese pandemonium. Kind of clear to state that gaming here is totally different from playing on Occidental servers. Just a little. And on Star Trek Online news, uh, Research Lab is completely has been completely upgraded. Be sure to visit it to buy your extra traits and research slots. Uh, they're opening up the ability to create Delta recruit camp- captains again. And up through May seventeenth, you have up through May seventeenth to create one. As you level up a Delta recruit, you unlock bonuses for all your captains, no matter what faction. The next expansion, Victory of Life, is life is slated for June. The level cap will increase to 65. The story will be another step towards the Deep, ste- deep Space Nine section of the Star Trek mythology. And as always, if possible, they are trying to bring back the actors to voice their in-game avatars, which is one of the coolest things I think they do. They're also featuring episodes leading up to the release that start from the pre-expansion lore. People will collect ships. Do not panic. T6 ships are here to, are here to stay as the top tier ship. Um, although we'll see as although um, in theory there might be stronger ships as time goes on, they do definitely slowly creep up the power of the ships as they release new ones. Yep, and they'll usually find some way to upgrade the older ones to kind of make them match, but not quite because they they want right. you to chase the new stuff. But they'll make the old ones you like still kind of powerful. So yeah, kinda nice. Uh, over in Guild Wars 2, uh, Monday fun nights are still a thing. Um, they are like office hours. Sometimes the line is around the corner. Sometimes you get paperwork done. So, you know. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, there has been a change to how bonus gathering tools work. The bonus is now extractable and applicable to any gathering tool, even the consumable ones. It's a really nice quality of life boost. And in Lord of the Rings Online news, Lord of the Online Lord of the Rings Online bonus days bring you the eleventh anniversary celebration now through May eighth, and double bonus points now through April twenty ninth. Reclaim Middle Earth get twenty percent off now through April twenty sixth. Select expansion and expansion quests in game only get you enhanced XP supply in the Hornberg token. Skirmishes and instance the hundred percent mark acquisition boost, and the weekly coupon gets you plus five percent attack damage for 90 minutes with coupon code attack damage now through april 26th awesome and in eso news anniversary event is ending on uh monday so tomorrow after that the cake will be a lie eso plus will be free from april from april 24th to 30th current subs will get a free crown crate each day and 
Well, you know what? Instead of me going on about ESO, why don't we talk to uh, Doris and Kitty and find out what is going on? Yep. And those free crates, you have to log in each day. For Correct. Oh, that is good to know. Yeah, you have to yep. log in. They're, they're not just going to hand it over. They want to make sure you're still playing. Well, I guess first I should start by saying I'm I'm thrilled that lots of people are enjoying ELO like I am. I mean, they've been a great band for many years. And, uh, no, 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 no. We're not we're not here to talk about the band that did the music for um, Xanadu. Wow. Sorry. Uh, now, now, now I'm feeling old too. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't even don't don't even you know. I am shocked you got that. Well done. Well done. I'm old as well, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, we're all getting there. So my kids relative. But um, the, the anniversary event that you mentioned, uh, Elder Scrolls is, of course, a very old franchise. Um, but the online version, I think, has been around since, well, for four years. They just celebrated their fourth anniversary. And they actually extended the anniversary event, which, you know, is lots and lots of XP by eating cake. Which sounds like the best event ever. Yes, lots of cake eating, lots of lots of uh, daily crafting. Actually, lots of daily questing. Yes, it's it's, it's more crafting than you'll ever want to have ever done. <laughs> because oh, every daily wait. activity gave a, a uh, anniversary crate as long as you had eaten the cake, and those yep. things dropped more crafting material or uh, motifs for craft for crafting different costumes and weapons. So. Doing your daily crafting writs was almost a must. I mean, just um, so much free stuff out of that. All of your alts. Yes. yes. Every single one of them. This was definitely a very alt-friendly um, uh, experience. And every single alt is is going to craft somehow. Even if it's the first level of crafting, they're going to craft. And if and if you're going to do that, right, I mean, have, have a character in mind that's going to be your crafter and just get all those motifs, put them in the bank, and learn them on that guy because you don't necessarily want to craft all the way up to 10 on every one of your characters. Some of them require certain skill levels to achieve. But. Yeah, a lot of them require eight, 7, 8, 9, 10, which, which is a lot. That's basically you're, you're well past level 50. You're into the, you know, the, 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 the was it 60, uh, 70, 80, 110, like way up there. Yeah, because in, in, the, in this game, well, I mean, to talk a little more about the game, for I, people have probably heard of Elder Scrolls, but the mm-hmm. online version started four years ago. I think the actual franchise started, oh, geez, back in the early 90s. But it's, it's been around a while. And it's actually a free-to-play game. You do have to actually purchase it. Uh, it's available on consoles. It's available on PC. It's available on PC through Steam. And I, I, I don't know how, how do you have it, Kenny? You actually are a good person to talk to this because you started on the console. So, well, I did the beta originally on the PC. So my client right now is not through Steam. It's through um, Bethesda directly simply because I logged in through that old account. But after the beta, which I really didn't enjoy how it worked, when some of the new stuff came out last year with One Tamriel, I switched to PlayStation 4 because I knew some people that were playing on that platform. And I really enjoyed it, and but I missed playing with my friends in AIE. That was the big downside. Yeah. When the anniversary event hit and Somerset, the new expansion was coming out, it made a lot of sense to switch because you buy the Somerset piece and you get all of the old content included for the same price I was going to pay for Somerset anyway. Right. And I got the double XP event. So it made a ton of sense for me to switch over to console or from console to PC. 
But for those parents out there, I will, I will share my discovery. If you have purchased it through Steam, and it's linked to your Steam library, you cannot log into the game without your Steam credentials. Hmm. There was a time prior to like November of 2016 where they were sort of separated. Maybe if you had it before then, you still can. I'm not clear on it. But when my children went to play one of their Steam games on my account, because they're young enough, they don't have their own, Mm-hmm. Family sharing will only give one computer access to the game library. So, yes, yes, this I is if you have a good hint that kind of family situation, then yeah, just get it through Bethesda. Definitely, on Steam is. Yeah, and 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 to, to kind of talk about that, I think the reason why it happened is um, they put some tech into Steam um, with, uh, for example, if you've played any Ubisoft games, uh, Far Cry Five, the the new South Park. They put this really annoying chain between Steam and, and uh, Ubisoft, for example. You cannot play the game on either one. It will require you to be actively logged in to both ones at the same time, even though it's only using Boy. one. It's mm-hmm. extremely annoying. Yeah, that is very um, counterintuitive. And like you know, even though every other game, uh, uh, just about on Steam, is family shareable, as we said. Even non-MMOs like Far Cry 5 and South Park are not shareable. They won't show up. It's like they decided to break that with this new kind of uh, DRM. So it's been kind of frustrating. And, uh, yeah, it's making me want to even look more at console stuff because, you know, on a console, everyone can play the game. Mm -hmm. That's the whole reason why having the Steam Family Share was cool because then everyone in your house could play the same game. But Mm -hmm. not so much. So sort of counter-purpose to perhaps what my expectations were. But yes. nonetheless, the important thing to hear to note is if you want to play with us in AIE, PC North American mega server. Everyone in North America is on the same server, but the Ooh. server worlds are divided between platforms. So PC has yeah. one, PlayStation has one, Xbox has another. That's really unfortunate. So, uh, yeah, if you want to hook up with AIE, we're we're definitely on the PC North American mega server, and that's where you want to hook up anyway. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now, one of the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to mention that the way that the entire world scales. So if you do want to jump in, jump in at any time. Starting at level one isn't a deterrent because as soon as you hit level ten, you can group up for dungeons with anyone, no matter what level they are. So you can be level ten and somebody else's level 50 with 160 champion points and you're still going to have fun in that content yes it scales so well with all of that that there's not um you're not going to feel like you're not contributing because everyone else is higher level than you yeah although to warn you it does not um count for veteran versions of that dungeon if Mm -hmm. you don't realize when you hit level 50 the game decides oh i'm going to put you in veteran now don't do that no don't do that when you appear in there not knowing and immediately get yelled at and kicked. What are you doing, you scrub? Why aren't you 160 already? It's kind of a, a jarring experience to go, uh, what just happened? Because the yeah. dungeon you were just in at level 49 suddenly automatically went to veteran without you knowing. Yeah, why were people on the internet being mean to me, Mom? Yeah, because definitely. Because that's what they do. Yeah. Yep. Also, yep. don't read the comments. No. That's <laughs> it. So I've read the comments of the community in ESO, even with the pugs. Or, I mean, I was in the dungeon earlier today where the tank was clearly struggling, and one of the other people said, "What's your rotation? You know, do you have this? You should slot this." And you know, it was 
in the middle of a dungeon, which, you know, admittedly, a lot of these veteran players are just in there to get their daily done because you get a nice little random bump up for the first random dungeon you do each day. Yep. And they're in and out. Uh, lots of times they don't wait around for you to finish quests, things like this. But, you know, it, it, it's actually been a fairly helpful community, my experience, anyway, on the PC North American mega server. Yeah. But it, it, cool. it's an interesting thing, too, with the, the scaling, because I think that was something they implemented, quote-unquote, world, in in-game world, worldwide, recently with the one Tamriel experience, where they kind of revamped uh, the entire game world. Because I just recently came back, like maybe five, six weeks ago now. Because when I first played the game in beta, eh, okay, it's Elder Scrolls. I should check it out. Mm. I liked Daggerfall. I liked Oblivion. You know, I like Skyrim. And it wasn't really for me. And I went back to playing WoW. Yeah. Well, I know mm. that they, um, they miss a lot of opportunities with the initial release. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They I did. I had the collector's edition. Like I went full out. I was like, you know, I love yeah. Skyrim. I love their stuff. Let's go full in. What is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this like, doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've even had a friend tell me, it's like, I don't like this game because it's not Skyrim. And I'm like, yeah. come back and check it out because I came back six weeks ago and I'm hooked on it. It's, oh, yeah. it's actually much, much better. Awesome. You tried it before thinking, ah, oh, this is not the game for me. It's a horrible implementation. Come back. Give it a, give it a look. They fix so it is free to play if you've already got it. Um, now there are reasons for it not to be free to play because they do have a sub model, of course. Mm-hmm. Of it's course, called ESO Plus. And if you do have the game starting, like we said, on the twenty fourth, you will be able to log in and you'll get all the all the various benefits. Except I don't think you're getting the fifteen hundred crowns <clears throat> that subscribers get each month, but everything else is there. Access to all the DLCs. You know, unlimited storage for your crafting materials, double your bank space, 10% increase in gold and XP earned. How was it? Double furnishings and collections and housing. I don't expect you to establish a house within six days, but we have a house here. Mm-hmm. Arv has been uh, displaying some various fashions on his character here in the game. Looks so, like a very prominent character in the game, too, actually. Yeah, exactly. That That outfit is. Um, and ex- uh, speaking of outfits, they have a dying station. So if you're into costume and transmogs and you love all that stuff, it's in here too. Um, and, and speaking of that, there, I think are certain currency caps for the amount of crystals that you can have to do transformations on your gear. And that's doubled if, if you're an ESO plus member. Makes sense. The real gotcha is you will run around the world. You will start with like an inventory of, I, I don't know. 20, 30, maybe 50. It's real small. It's too small. Real yeah. small. And you will be tempted when you find a bag merchant to say, oh, yes, Surah, I would like to purchase 10 additional slots for my inventory. Don't do that until you get past level 7. Okay. Very, one of the very first things you get at level 7 is 10 more additional bank slots for free. Yeah. However, if you've bought them already, nope, you don't get them. So it kind of says, ah, that is so a good, that hot, is a good hot inventory tip. Everything you pick up in the world for crafting materials to flowers, you know, which are crafting materials, mm-hmm. they go into your main inventory unless you have ESO Plus and the vaunted crafting bag. It's an infinite bag. It's a bag of holding for all the crap that you pick up in the world that will now not clutter your very small inventory. That alone is what compels people to pick this up. Yep. Yeah, and definitely. Not to mention, all of your alts have access to that same exact crafting bag. And you it's can shared. Oh, 
Yep. <laughs> and for me right there, totally worth the ESO plus because I suffer from inventory management issues. Mm. I pick up everything. If it's lootable, I want it. So yeah, that inventory bag is amazing to have. Yeah, it's anyone that started playing again. I mean, even uh, Jen, Mrs. Mew, um, she started playing it uh, again. And it's like, uh, I think I want that ESO plus. I I need the bag space. I really need the bag space. And she's not even started crafting. And then she started crafting. She's like, holy crap, I need the bag space. Well, (laughs) um, yes, I understand that ESO is now her new naptime game. Yes, Um, And knowing, you know, Mrs. Mew and how much she loves things like costumes... Yeah. Yeah. And through various quests and dungeons and achievements, you unlock various costumes. Like here's another Ooh. signature outfit that Arv is wearing. That's I think Mana Marco's outfit. Who looks like it? Bad guys. I don't want thank, to ruin the story. But. Th- thank you for the uh, fashion show, Arv. Yeah. <laughs> keep changing, Arv. Keep changing. Yeah. But yeah, the 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 crafting is a real gotcha. Though you can play the game and have fun even without that because. The people are there. The scaling is there. I started five weeks ago, but the people who've been playing it for months and years who are in AIE, you know, hop into dungeons with me. It's it's super easy to to hook up with your friends in the world. Uh, they can sort of chaperone you around the world to get the various hearthstones. Oh, I mean wayshrines in the world. Yeah. But it's, um, it's it's a it's a very big, vibrant, colorful world. Uh, this this is our residence right here uh, that Max put together for us in the game. I can't remember the name of the zone, but it's one of his favorite places. And um, that, that I guess that speaks to also, too, how do you find us? Right. How do they find us? So the easiest way to find us um, right now is to talk to us in-game. Um, Duras is at the Duras. I'm at Dan Kinia. Or via the Discord in LFO or ESO chat channels. As of right now, there's no Umami needed for an application. Um, so you just message us and we can pull you in right away, no problem. And there's usually a few officers online um, that are able to do that for you. Get awesome. you in the guild, get you all set up. Yeah, but Discord is probably one of the number one places to track us down. Uh, we In the general public AI Discord, we've got the hashtag LFO channel, or you can... I think we get notified when people say stuff in there. So we'll, we'll peek in and check out, check things out. There's usually ongoing conversations in uh, the hashtag ESO channel now as well, which was recently created. So there is a place to contain all of our, Oh look, and it's kitty. It's a place to contain all of our, um, Oh, that kitty is, was his final fantasy name. This is uh, Athel. Athel. They both have this thing with knives. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but it's a thing. (laughs) And there's Max. Everyone's coming hey. to see. I'm going to heal them. On this process. Okay. But it's, it, yeah, we, we pay attention to there all the time. If you need to get a quick start in the game, usually we will, we will help you out. And, uh, and we will hop in voice too. Don't be discouraged if you don't see us in voice. Because in this modern, enlightened age of everyone's got a dozen Discord servers. Nope, True. Yeah. People get pulled to their raid teams Discord servers, to other guild Discord servers, to streaming Discord servers. Like uh, Keeney and I both stream quite a bit, so uh, we might be hanging out in, in each other's Discords or other Discords of streamers that we know. But if you you know if you need us, we're there for you. Just just look us up in in Discord. Absolutely. 
the more people we can get in to have fun with, the better, because playing with guildies is always the best way to do games like this. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, is that? Oh, that would be mine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the sort of guild mechanics, or not guild mechanics, but the party mechanics are four-person four parties. They also mm-hmm. have trials, a.k.a. raids, which I believe are 12-person um, uh, activities. There's PvP. There's twenty-four person activities. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a you know it's a it's a it's a great A MMO. It it has all the various things you might want to get involved with. I'm not going to go into too much of the mechanics, but one of the things that is sort of different from most of the games that we're in, with the exception of Guild Wars Two, is your account. Actually, well, no, it's not your account. I think you do still need individual invites, but you have this sort of universal at username tag. Mm-hmm which is independent of your character name. You can actually be a member of multiple guilds simultaneously. Really? It's yeah, very useful too. You will often find yourself talking in the wrong guild chat. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That sounds like definitely would be. Yep. But yeah. I think the primary reason they did this is because they, they understand that certain groups or organizations will have different goals or activities that they want to focus on in the game. The economy is different in Ethno. You will find these traders parked outside of cities that seem to have weird, strange names. Mm -hmm. They're Sparrow waving. Hi, Sparrow. They are actually owned by guilds. There's this weekly system where they sort of, by secret ballot, bid on that trader. And whoever wins that week gets to use that trader. That is the auction house. There is no sort of default vanilla auction house. All of the auctioning in this game is based on independent location in the game. Interesting. So if you have a a guild that is a trade guild, and there's often requirements to be a member, you must pay this much in tariffs, you must make this much revenue, to, hey, we just want to sell some stuff. You know, there's various levels of involvement. So if you are ever looking for materials, look in your guild bank first, talk to your Mm -hmm. person. If you can't find it there, find out who's in a decent trade guild. And uh, they can tell you where their vendor where their vendor is, yeah. and that is the vaunted anniversary cake. Yeah, you guys, dig in, have a slice. <laughs> mm. that, that that goes away tonight. Yes. But yeah. yeah so guild so guild setups in the in the game is a little different, but uh, you know, uh, guild tabards tabards are uh, are purchasable in the game uh, for like two thousand gold. If you need help scraping together the money, just just let us know. We'll we'll hook you up. Sure. But the you have to wear a guild tabard, which is what actually sets. Like you can see, Max and Arv here have Leiakta S. Cartus in their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's because they are wearing the tabard. Oh God! So, so like assigns the tab the tag to you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. And the costume that Arv is wearing does not permit him to display the tabard, but he can still display the tag. Whereas Max, I think, is wearing his normal outfit, which allows him to display the tabard. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's guild stuff in a in a nutshell. Great. Yeah. And if you can get on for the last night, it's definitely recommended that the stuff that's coming out of those boxes is is pretty crazy. I've actually seen some people. Uh, normally, you get the, the like motifs that'll give you like you know a, a way a sword looks, a way boots look, a way shoulders look. I've seen a couple of them that are literally the entire book for a style. And wow. If you probably don't want to use them yourself unless you really have none of the styles out yet, you've probably gotten like a good majority of them just by doing the the, the daily stuff. But those go for about ten million um, if you sell them. 
So uh, people have been getting rich overnight selling these motif books. Uh, So even if it's just one more chance, I recommend just, just doing it. And you're getting, you're getting mats. I mean, I'm almost, almost um, uh, crafting neutral by doing these daily quests because inside the anniversary box, plus the the daily crafting uh, gives you a box as well. I've Mm -hmm. been getting enough mats to kind of sustain myself across all my characters. And so, while you take active, any sort of daily activity that you mm-hmm. gives you this box on every character that does it. Yes. So it is, a, it is a huge catch up for the people, for the collectors, because this game, I will tell you as a collector, will sink its hooks into you. Oh, yes. So be, be prepared for that. Be warned. Um, and Max does say his, his is a designer outfit from the new outfit designer system that they added recently. It does allow the tabard to show up. Exactly. And that's also what I have with uh, this, this outfit here. I purchased just for the podcast tonight. It's so pretty. <laughs> it is. And normally it's blue, but you can dye it. There are like three different palette colors you can assign to various costumes and outfits. And you can also do that with your regular gear as well. And you can mix mm. and match appearances. Standard sort of, you know, outfit designing stuff uh, applies, but it was a system they recently introduced into the game, which makes it get that much more cool to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sort of what, I mean, this is, their, this is their hook, right? This is where they make their money on the free-to-play. Yeah. Yes. They have a crown store. These crowns are the in-game currency, which you can, of course, purchase with real-life currency. If you're going to do that, here's the hint. Wait for anniversaries, wait for holidays or limited time events. During those periods of times, they will usually have super duper sales on the crowns that you can purchase for the store. If you're an ESO Plus member paying what would be, you know, the standard like $14.99 for one month, standard savings apply for multiple month purchases, you accrue 1500 each month, so you can use that to, you know, have a nice little nest egg. That's a nice bonus. Or yeah. as well. Yeah, if, if you're going to put money in the game at all, just put it into the ESO Plus. Use those crowns to buy the boxes you want. Yeah, uh, because you can just wait for that to come in. Every time you give them money for the, for the subscription, they will give you the crowns. It comes as part of the paid subscription. Oh, really, Kenny? You're getting upset by people throwing fire? My character's a vampire. She's very flammable. Yeah. Look at her here. You can see her complexion. Very nice. However, four. Yeah, that's vampire stage four. Yeah, that's 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 a um, it's a good look for someone who should not stand in fire. Yeah. So did but, did but you get bit by Max or did you bite Max? Max, Which way this? Max was the one that was nice enough to infect my character. Okay. Sweet guildmate and friend. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, so people, that's one thing with the werewolf disease and the vampire disease is if you look at um, group uh, area chat and stuff, you'll see people selling vampire bites and werewolf bites for mm-hmm. insane amounts of gold. Or you can go to the crown store. However, if you have friendly guildies who are willing to infect you for free. <laughs> um, once yes. per week. Yep, once per week. Once yep. per week, they can come over and bite you. As long as you're in the right spot, you can't just be bitten. You know, it doesn't work that way. So, you know, they believe in the corners. Uh, by, by the right spot, you mean the right spot on the map, not yes. the right. Okay, just yes. correct. Correct. Just the right spot on the map. Yes. 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 Okay. Not, not where your mind's going. Sure. Not where your mind's going. No. Okay. No, no. No, There's an actual ceremonial spot for vampires and for werewolves. Yes. But Aurav here has got a pure, pure, very Nordic 
or Nord. Yeah. Nord, or she's a Nord here. And she's got the nice metallic tattoos. And these little animations and things that you see them doing are also like part of emotes or personalities that you can get in the store. Who was prancing around? It was it was Kitty. Prance around some more, Kitty. They have these things called personalities. Mm-hmm. You have to be out of combat, though. And the recent Jester Festival limited time event they had for April Fool's um, had a uh, personality where it is, is, is totally ridiculous to watch them run around. It's 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 quite amusing. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, they have lots of little things. These little things that just kind of make you smile, which is which you know, which which I which is what I enjoy. I enjoy that in a game. I like it when they have those little touches. Yeah, it makes it a lot of fun. But probably the most important thing, I guess, that ESO's really got coming up, and this is one thing. And i I know Moo's got a lot of experience in the industry, but. Am I right to to say that that many other publishers and development studios should be envious at the pace that Bethesda is just turning out content for this game? There's, yeah, it's a lot coming at a steady, consistent pace from them right now. Yeah, uh, them and and Final Fantasy fourteen have this blistering pace of content that I know Warcraft just watches in envy. Um, because even though they have a huge team, for some reason, just because, and part of it too is they have this this dedication to, to, to certain standards. They're, Blizzard's not afraid to say that's not awesome enough. It's awesome, but it's not right. awesome enough. So we're just going to completely tear the entire thing down and start from scratch. Like that's that's a different level for them. But these guys do good work and they do it consistently and they they are they're able to do it quickly. They don't have huge teams. And yeah, it's, it's amazing what they've done. They've got a good, a good, definitely you can tell they have a nice setup um, for their development to just kind of churn things through and it goes through a pipeline, gets tested and then thrown out. Yep. But so if you're looking for a game that has frequent updates, that's probably the biggest news that ESO has right now. They mm. have Somerset Isle yes. coming out, which is their next expansion update 18 where you're going to see new raids, new zones, the, the vaunted home of the High Elves, the Ultimer. And again, you want to talk lore, we don't have time. But it's also a lore-rich <laughs> game. If you're That's into for it. a different podcast. <laughs> that is a different podcast. And I, I, I might give you a link to this. Uh, he's, he's a buddy of mine who does this podcast. Uh, awesome. The lore of the game. But uh, it's, it's coming out May 21st, right, Kenny? I believe that's correct, yes. Um, the PTR for it is available for some people. They got some beta invites. Right now you can catch some people streaming um, some of the stuff with like the jewelry crafting, but not any of the quests. So because of the NDA, you can't do anything with the quest line. And you can tell it's someone's on the NDA because you'll see their account name plastered across the screen because they don't want you showing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yes. pretty intense. The, it's, uh, and Go ahead. It's limited in what you can show so that the content isn't destroyed, but you still get a glimpse of what that world is going to be like. Yeah. And, so. and to, to give you guys an idea, I put the, uh, the, the, the NDA disclaimer on here. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a PTS participant, you have your watermark visible when playing to help us identify any possible NDA breaches. To reiterate, you can share almost all of your adventures in ESO Somerset publicly, including jewel crafting. The Cloud Trust Isle, Open World Adventures, Abyssal Geysels, which are pretty neat, um, Delves, World Bosses, Public Dungeons, and anything in the base game. But details related to the main quest and its storyline beyond the Queen's Decree are under NDA. So You have been warned. 
Yes. yes. Yeah, one, of the, one of the things they did do uh, with respect to this, too, is they, I, I think Bethesda is doing a lot of things right here. Um, not that I'm trying to fanboy too much about it, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's been what I've been experiencing lately. It's, and, you know, Final Fantasy did this as well. They invited content creators, which these days, if you want to know what's going on with a game, it's as easy as going to Twitch and just seeing people play it. Uh, and they invited a bunch of content creators, YouTubers, um, bloggers, and Twitch, Twitchers, right, out to their uh, studio, I think, in Maryland. And they had like a two- or three-day sort of like Q&A feedback testing period where they just laid all this out for them uh, for some initial feedback. And, you know, they want to they wanna plan, too, for the next stage of the game. So they're, they're actually getting the feedback from the people who are actually promoting and playing and sharing their game experiences with the community. And I, I can't really speak to other streaming games because I, I just sort of got back into the streaming biz myself with, um, but ESO has kind of a small community of streamers, but they're very knowledgeable. They're very friendly. Um, and it's, and they all sort of know each other a little bit. Uh, so it's, it's a, uh, it's an easy game to just tune in and, uh, and check out if you've, Got any questions? Like I was just talking to Sparrow earlier, who's who's right here. This is Sparrow. Hi, Sparrow. He's a dark elf. <laughs> he doesn't have much to say. He doesn't smile a lot either. Well, but yeah. he's a good tank. Uh, he's uh, he had some questions. Oh, actually, it wasn't it wasn't you? Was it you that had questions about add-ons? Well, it may not have been. But that's Sparrow, everyone. But someone was asking me about add-ons. Like I, I had a stream one night where I went through add-ons and how to set them up. This is only something that can be done on the PC, unfortunately. Right. And you may be tempted, another pro tip here, you may be tempted, it's like, oh, well, I got Twitch, yeah, I'll use Curse Client, I do. You do. The library and index for ESO add-ons is not very robust on the Twitch, in the Twitch space, Twitch space, Twitch, whatever they are now. Mm -hmm. There's another add-on, which we'll put a link in the show notes to a manager called Minion. And that tends to be what people in the ESO community use to, to manage the add-ons. And uh, so just go there and you'll have a larger variety and more up-to-date resource uh, for those add-ons. But if you have any questions about the games, both Keeney and I, I, I think have probably been streaming it fairly regularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, you know, we, we I try to throw it in the uh, content creators Discord channel on AIE when, when I do that. But uh, definitely, uh, definitely, I, I think we can post links to the, the streams in here. Yep, yep, and we'll have them mentioned at, at the end of the show as well. So if you have any exactly. questions, you know, just corner us. And uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you're doing any beta stuff right now either, Keeney, right? So neither of us no. are in the beta. So if you I've, want I've that, been in there. I've got the invite. I just haven't played around with it yet. Oh, yeah, same here. I just, I'm like, I know I'm not going to have the time to play it, so I don't want to torture myself. Yeah, no, I did a deep dive for about two hours, um, just just digging into it, and it's 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 a fairly large island, about the same size of Morrowind. Um, has a, a, one nice, really big city. It's got some smaller ones, kind of like Morrowind. I mean, it's they definitely you can tell they they used a lot of the stuff, the good stuff from Morrowind to do this one, and. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's 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 nice nice layout. Um, you know, they, they kind of took um, you know 
the ideas from like for crafting you know, how everything's in a nice central spot in Morrowind. They did the same thing. It's not like some of the other places where you have to run over to this side of the city for this crafting and go down to that corner for the other one. No, it's it's nicely nicely centralized, so, you, so you're able to do your dailies and whatnot pretty quickly. Is it this southwest aisle? Yes, here? that's it. That's no, the one. I, I thought this was Somerset down here. Yes, it is. You can see we can't really get in there right now. There's it's not it's not a thing. But yeah, there are a lot of sort of unrevealed areas in Tamriel still. So. I could see that. Yeah, and in fact, well, about where London is is where the big city is. So cool. yeah, no, yeah, look, definitely looks like the British Isles. So there's there's where we're going in in just about a month, folks. Awesome. Yep. yep. And it looks great, right? I mean. So oh yeah. Yeah, if if you've if you've done any time in in Orodon, it's it's very similar, of course, because it's it's very high elven. Um, it's just it's it in nicer condition because obviously they kind of built up in Orodon and then kind of let it fall apart. You know, they let those mongrel yeah. races, as, as they like to call them, um, take over, and and uh, I guess they just didn't feel like keep doing the upkeep. But for their own island, they keep everything up pretty nicely. Even even the way shrines look nice and 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 uh, maintained and. You know, there's uh, the, it's you could definitely tell it's it's more of the same story from Arodon, honestly. Um, so if, if you look at races, we're not we're not going to talk about their distant cousins, the Bosmer and their green yeah. tendencies, right? Oh yeah, but they are there. You'll see them in their in their grumbling. So oh, and I will one more thing. I'll I'll add because I know we're wow, we've been talking for a long time. Yes, we started That's late. Okay, yeah, we started late. Meant, yeah. in this game. Unlike other MMOs. It's it's a little different when it comes to class mechanics. Mm-hmm. There's sorcerer, um, nightblade, you know, various types of classes. Each one of those classes have three main skill lines, which is how they sort of organize their skills. Each class could be a tank, a healer, or a DPS. So you nice. can focus your role for every single class. So there are different tanking styles like uh, Sparrow. What kind of tank are you? You're uh, you're a Templar, right? Yeah, he's a Templar. I ran with him earlier. Um, I have a sorcerer tank, you know, a battle mage. How Fun. cool is that? It, it just sounded cool, so I wanted to try it out, and it actually works pretty well. So it's it's interesting to have a night blade roguish healer, you know, in 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 your midst. Right. But it's, it it really has a little something for everyone. So it's 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 a nice game to sort of check out, especially if you already own it and it's free to play. So check it out. Yeah, might as well. All right. Um, so I think that is our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins uh, suggesting titles, guys, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Now, uh, Kenny, Duras, how can we find you guys? And where are you streaming at? Um, well, for myself, uh, my Twitter is at DanKinia. And my Twitch stream is DanKiniaPlays. So twitch.tv slash DanKiniaPlays. Um, I stream AIE's New Braid every Saturday night. And then either ESO, WoW, or anything else that strikes my fancy a few other times during the week. So those are the two best places to find me. Awesome. And in ESO, how can they find you? Um, at Dan Kinnia. Uh, and to spell that in case you're just listening, it's D-A-N-K-I-N-I-A. So that would be if they need to figure out where Kenny is? Exactly. Yes. Awesome. I would love to find out where's Kenny. <laughs> All right. And Duras, how about you? Well, I'm not going to tell you where you can find me, but no, okay. no, most, most people know. No, no, I, we can find you. It's fine. I do. <laughs> I, yeah, well, you can. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not hiding. I'm here. People come talk to me. I get so lonely. No, but I am on the tweeters. Um, I, I have not used it much lately, but I it is my social RSS feed. 
I don't post to it a lot, but you can get me at the Duris because someone has Duris, right? Rude. And, uh, I stream at uh, twitch.tv slash the Duris. Uh, I've been streaming a lot of ESO. I did a lot of Final Fantasy. Uh, I do Surviving Mars, other sort of simulation type games from time to time. I, I, I have eclectic tastes. And then ESO, you can actually catch me. And if you can believe it, Duris was taken. The Duris was taken. I'm the A Duris. Oh, wow. Lea Duris, I guess, if, if, if you will. Yeah, Duris, that works. And you can always track people down in the game by that, like I said, universal tag. Um, and that's what you will see in the guild lists when you look at guild rosters and whatnot. Awesome. All righty. So if you do have a question or a comment about the show in general, uh, or this one, uh, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MuCow because MuCow was taken for some reason. Uh, much like Chris. Uh, Omakala is at Cyberwaif, and Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, and whenever Arizona is. And <laughs> you, can join, you can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream, and our Discord server for chat at bit.ly slash aie-podcast-discord. Our theme was composed by by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And all of the great AI member segments we received this week, including, well, we didn't get any this week, but please check out twitch.tv slash new overlords right after the show as Max the Gray will be streaming live ESO showing off the AIE guild and guild house and answering a bunch of questions that folks have in the Twitch chat. And if I, I'm pretty sure that Duras will be joining in for some of that and I'll be joining in a little bit later as well. So we're going to have a good group going tonight. Awesome. All right. And, and next time we'll be talking to Max the Gray and Seema the Prankster uh, about AIE and, and SOTOR. Um, and their thoughts on patch 5.9, if it doesn't get delayed again. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Mukau. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>